This is Talking Cowboys. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com. And the official Dallas Cowboys app. First down. Jason Witt is in the end zone. Intercepted. Sean Lee. Touchdown. Des Bryant. Now, your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Taylor Stern, and Rob Phillips. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Talking Cowboys. Always joined by Mickey, Rob, Brian, and me. I got corrected on Twitter about the grammar there. Glad you're joining you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad to be back, Mick. Rob did an excellent job yesterday in the SWBC Mortgage Studio, but today we're back and we're looking at a bigger picture of everything and, and how we're going to move forward with these next 11 games for the Dallas Cowboys. So how's everybody doing today? You all have your long sleeves on because the weather dropped here in Dallas. Texas. About time. It got below 90 today. How about that? That is, How about yeah, that? That's How about that? 90 to 50. You know, I would, we'll take it. It's so funny. We went so long without a weather report, and I knew. And then you, I'm, wet, you I'm here to it up. And you drag Mickey right back. He going. loves it. Mickey, you have, you have the weather channel on, and guess on what? glass when in, you're home, in right? In two days, it'll be 90 again. Yeah, it will be. And then Mickey will say, you know so what? Don't go planting nope. your pansies just yet. There. So you're not you're going to do some outdoor activities this weekend? Yeah, I was, week? but it's too, it's, it's too hot. They'll die. It's too hot. I'm just trying to help Rob out, new homeowner. You know. yeah. Oh, thanks, Mick. New homeowner. Wait, wait another week the, or two for the pansies. One more thing. You're the same age as my parents, and my parents have the weather channel just – when they're not listening and talking oh, cowboys or yeah. watching, they're watching that. You're just like them. I don't I love watch it. the weather channel. How nice of them to Unless support. there's a storm. <laughs> You're a storm. <laughs> Hurricane Mick. Well, That's right. True. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, the Eagles look for real. And yeah. Let's get to the NFC East first. They're – they're four and one. They're only lost being to the Chiefs, who are five and zero. Oh. Right. Redskins falling behind. They had a bye week last week, but they're sitting at two and two, and their loss come to the Eagles and to the Chiefs. And of course, the Cowboys losing to obviously the Broncos, Rams, and Packers, two and three headed yeah. into the bye week, and then the Giants zero oh and five. I really truly didn't see that happening, and now you know Odell Beckham Jr. and all their other injuries to their receiver core. Would you have thought this would have gone the way it's going so far for the NFC East? Now, lots of games to be played and different things happen, but right now it looks like the Eagles leading two games ahead of everyone. I think on paper, guys, to start the season, you would say Cowboys and Giants vying for that yeah. division title. Yep. And you look at the standings right now, and they're the bottom two. Now, like you said, it's really early, but a winless Giants team has got to be one of the biggest surprises in the entire league right now. I totally agree, and I, I thought they had the second best. I know somebody asked me on Twitter, and I actually had the Eagles in fourth. Yeah, I had, they had the Redskins. I didn't think and, they had done yeah, enough in the offseason. And again, that shows you why I'm doing radio and not scouting anymore. But, uh, that's the NFL. But you no, but that's. I, I just felt like though that uh, the, the Giants. It, it surprised me just because of the defense and Absolutely. just what they were able to do last year. Eleven and five. You know, they were on the Cowboys' heels the whole entire season thinking like, okay, they got a lot of the same players coming. Maybe it's the same thing that's happened. You know, maybe John Smelk and those guys up there <laughs> in, in New York are kind of thinking the same thing we are. You know, that you know, you look at your team, you have a talented team, you bring back a lot of the same players. Oh, that offensive line's going to click. I'm talking about for the Cowboys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the receivers are going to click. Oh, they're going to run the football. Oh, they're going to play good run defense. Oh, they're going to, you know, be great in scoring defense. You know, and then all of a sudden you look at it and you're like, eh, well, that's not right. And You have to review some yeah, things. Yeah, you have to review some things. And, and a lot of those players that we saw that we thought were in the opening week, 
that we really, really worried about you know, has, have let them down a little bit. And I, I think you could kind of say the same for really for the Cowboys as well and the reason why you're, you're sitting here at two and three right now. Absolutely. So you know what dawned on me? What did? Tony Orlando and Don? Washington is the only team in the NFC East that has beaten a team that currently has a winning record. The Eagles. No? Who'd they beat? They beat the uh, Rams. The Eagles have beat Washington, which is two and two. Right. They beat the Giants, Chargers, one and four, and Arizona, two and three. Right. They lost to the only team with a winning record. That was Kansas City. The Cowboys have beaten two teams with losing records. Obviously, the Giants haven't beaten anybody. And Washington, at least for their two wins, have beaten the Rams in Oakland. Yes, that Oakland win was big. So got my we attention. sit here. Yeah, because that was when st- they still had yeah. Derek Carr. Yeah. We sit here and talk about Philadelphia. Well, okay, that now go beat somebody. And and the same thing with the Cowboys. Yeah, go you, beat somebody. You know what Philadelphia has been able to do, though, guys? They've done a really good job of stopping the run. And I know it might be the opponents, but I think they've given up about 69 yards a game on the ground. Mm. Defensively, we, we think about – you know, it looks like that they're making some plays through the air. The quarterback looks a little bit more solid. You know, he doesn't – the ball going down the field. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was watching a game the other – the, 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 they were playing the other day against Arizona. I look up and, you know, it's third and 19, and they throw the ball to Nelson Aguilar for 76 yards yeah. down the field. And you're going – you know, and, and that's against the Arizona secondary that we, we – you know, we felt like that two or three good players in, in that group. So, yeah, I, I – I, I understand who you play and how they play and all that. I just am – I think that right now the Eagles are the most complete team in the division. They're getting to play – that you know, they had a 61-yard field goal to win a game. That's a special teams win right there. You know, their all defense – All three phases. Yeah. I mean, that's – I think that's where teams – I think that's where theme, teams are struggling a little bit right now is has anybody in the division really played a complete game where you have offense, defense, special teams uh, – uh, getting you through these games. Well, I like what Mickey said, and so that made me wonder: Who do the Eagles have up next? Carolina. This, yeah, this weekend. Will so maybe be a we big find. It's actually, Thursday, isn't it? Is that a Thursday night game? I think 10, you're 12. right. Twelve. It is Thursday. Yeah. How exciting! We finally get a good Thursday night game that everyone's going to be interested finally. in. Yeah. And we have some good time for the bye week. Well, you didn't watch that Donnie Brook last night. <laughs> The two, three, two score into the half. That's your Bears, though, Mickey. That's three, your Bear Down Bears. Bears. Oh, that's right. You're a, pack, you're a Packer guy. Donnie Brook. Three, two. Three. I thought I had turned two. the baseball game on by uh, mistake. Is that the final score? No. No. Okay. 2017. Some, okay, I was going to say. Well, Minnesota kicked a field goal late. 20-something seconds left. Yeah. I like what you're saying, Brian, and the Cowboys are overall sitting at number 12 in the NFC division, and Philadelphia, Green Bay, and Caroline sit in the top three with four and one records. So. Yeah. But they've got to play everybody the Cowboys have played, sure. so with, with the exception of a couple games, and their, their place game, Right. they got the 40 – I mean, they got um, the Bears – but they also got Carolina, right? Which see, go figure. See, this this would be to me though. Yeah, if Carolina, you know, we th- you know Carolina, two really nice wins. They go to Foxborough and get a win, and they go to Detroit and get a win. So, hopefully, you know that Philadelphia having to travel. I believe Philadelphia travels there this week or you know Thursday. They do, yes. And so you know Cam Newton and them keep it going. Now that's but that's a NFC. You know, de- depending on seating, sometimes doesn't matter. We make a. You know, you had the best record in the league last year and, and didn't get it done. And so sometimes seating does matter. Sometimes it doesn't. 
But, uh, yeah, if you're a Cowboy fan, of course, you're hoping that Cam Newton and them continue to, to do the things that they've been able to do to win at New England and, and to win at, uh, at Detroit. Yeah. Who are, who's, who are the Eagles' opponents, corresponding opponents? Carolina. Car- and who else? The Bears. The Bears. The Bears. So, as opposed to Atlanta. Atlanta and Green, Green Bay. Bay. Yeah. But Carolina's right there with Atlanta and Green Bay right now. Right? First, so, now it's first one First place game. schedule matters. It's one game now. Okay. But right, yeah. But okay. you guys go take care of business, though. And you know what? They got to play the Cowboys twice. Yeah. So that's, take care of your own business. That's right. That's There's that. The Cowboys do have five division games now left. So you take care of your division business, and you're still in position to win your division, get in the playoffs. See, you know, the thing that I'm thinking about is that last week the games are always set at noon, and certain games get flexed. Right now, the Cowboys are slated week 17 to be playing the Philadelphia Eagles at noon. Last year, it stayed at noon, really nice, got home in time. <laughs> this year. What, are you worried about New Year's Eve or what? I mean, sort of. I mean, it's important <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> I know I don't have a social life, but... <laughs> But social possibly. director, yeah. but no social life. Get a, exactly. You get a get a victory and you party on the flight the way home. Yeah, no. but I'm just saying. I hope it stays at noon. Yeah, so. you know, you know the thing about Stuff though the, the the division games. That's what you got. You know, the Cowboys have found ways to. I mean, last year though they took three mm-hmm. division losses, which were their only three losses during the year. But they were able to beat the you know the, the AFC North and then you know able to get through the NFC North. Mm-hmm. And that might be, you know, depending on how things are going to go right now. I mean, that's, uh, you know, Seattle. I'm looking at some of these teams down the line, though. You know, do you really trust some of these teams? Do you really now trust Oakland? Do you really now trust, you know, what you're going to see in Seattle? Mm-hmm. Uh, Kansas City looks like a for real team, you know. And then Well, their the quarterback doesn't turn the ball over. That's yeah. a big thing. I mean, the, Alex Smith has played almost perfect. Yeah, and that's what they do. I mean, they've got you know they've got a rookie rusher that's much like what was with Zeke Elliott. They've got some you know good design scheme wise. Defensively, they're they're not as great as they've been in the past. But I I think to me though that you just play the games and you see what happens. And you know the but the the when you have opportunity like the Rams game and you have an opportunity when you have an opportunity like in the Packers game. You know that that's what that's what hurts you down well, the road. Yeah, we spoke yeah. about it yesterday. Is you lose that Rams game, which look they're three and two. They're not a bad team. No, we don't think so anyway. Still should have beat them. Okay, yeah. and by virtue of that, then you look at the schedule and you're like, you may have to go to Atlanta and Woo. win. You know, you may have to steal one. Right. That on paper looks like a tough win. Kansas City at home. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I. I, I always, you know what I always, you said about Alex Smith. He's near perfect. His quarterback yeah. is 125. He doesn't have an inter- he yeah. doesn't have an interception Leads yet, right? The league. I think I think touchdowns, no interceptions. Yeah, I think him and Drew Brees are the only two yeah. quarterbacks that don't have an interception. Am I right of the uh, top ones in the NFL? Brees, Brees Cousins has, has one. Yeah, Brees has none, I believe. Uh, Case Keenum. There you go. Zero. The goat. But here's the deal <laughs> with Alex Smith: his average gain per attempt, eight point eight. That's rare for him. It usually was probably five or six. He is yeah. usually one of the lowest rated when it comes to yards per attempt. But he I, is leading the league, 8.8. He's not a bus driver, man. Well, but, you know, they throw the ball to that runner, and he, that runner can, can scoot. I mean, he, may, he gets a lot of 65-yard, you know, 60-yard plays. Throw it to him maybe at five yards, and there he goes kind of a thing. He, but they've got weapons. I mean, yeah. they've got Hill. They've got guys. I mean, we'll, we'll catch him here in a couple weeks and talk about it. It'll be one of those – you know, okay, who do you try and stop bits? But Cowboys, like, like Mickey said, take care of your division. Yeah. Go, go find a way to win. 
you got to now you're going to have to go win a game at Philadelphia. You're going to have to win a game at New York. You're going to have to win a game at Washington. Find a way to win those games. That, yeah. That's the most important thing. Cream Hunt kind of seems like they're Dak Prescott. You know, he's having this stellar season, and he wasn't even supposed to be the starter. And they his yeah. first play, a fumble. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, boy. Yeah, he was good at Toledo. This guy really, might really. have 200 against this run defense. Yeah. Yeah. Very well could. And did you guys see <laughs> Did you know who Aaron Jones – Not not you. Yeah. You guys. Hashtag draft show. When's your draft show? Yeah. We got one rolling. Today. We got one rolling. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no, you're already giving oh. up on the season? You're having a draft show? No, 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 no. Not at oh, all. Oh, See, and there's oh. people on Twitter, Mickey. I know you love Just Twitter. like me, right? Yeah, yeah. There's people on Twitter like, oh, you're already giving up. And no, it's not a give up. It's just, it's our opportunity to, uh, we, we like to go and kind of reset where the draft went. And then, thank you, Kent Garrison. <laughs> Appreciate that. But yeah, we like to reset the draft, but maybe and, and give you an opportunity to look at some head, look okay. ahead, some guys. Okay. Well, I have a strong question. I'll just, I was saving it for later, but I think it comes back to the draft show and it comes back to where this team is sitting. Obviously, Ezekiel Elliott not having quite the start of the season that he did last year. Right. Last year, he ended the season with sixteen. 16- Three one rushing yards, one thousand six hundred thirty one rushing yeah. yards, fifteen rushing touchdown, an average five point one yards per carry. He's on pace this season for one thousand two hundred fifty eight rushing yards, six rushing touchdowns, and with a three point seven yard average this season. And you know, let's not forget what could possibly happen this week with the decision. But sure. what I want to ask you guys, you know, looking at the is it Cow- Tuesday? It's Tuesday. I think today's a day. Myself. That's what we said. I, I, th- this is my. Have yeah. your phones on? Yeah, I, mm. I'm, I'm ready for this. I'm ready for somebody to come tweeting that out. But I, yeah, I, I sorry to interrupt. No, yeah. no, yeah. that's good. But the question I want to ask, and I think this is this is an overview show, so just go with me. If you could go back, are you sure that you wouldn't have wanted to draft Jalen Ramsey mm. over Ezekiel Elliott, who was the Cowboys' other option, sitting there at number four? Right. You know, obviously he went to the Jacksonville Jaguars, and currently, right now in the season. According to some pro football focus, mm. yeah, yeah, the ever so you got two guys looking at each other right now. I know. Yeah. Let's get the Bible out. I just wanted to get that out of the way. So before anyone asks me, he's <laughs> he's the number three ranked cornerback yeah. in the league. In the so league. you know, and the Cowboys having their issues at cornerback, looking mm-hmm. very thin back there. Yeah, I still think they did the right thing. I think they they made the decision to draft a guy that can help their offense and their defense in turn by what he can do, ball control, power running game, time of possession, all those things. And they did that against the Packers. They really did exactly what they set out to do and what they did for the majority of last season. They had a bunch of five-minute drives. People nitpicked the the last scoring drive where they left time for Rodgers at the end, but it was 17 plays, almost nine minutes. I mean, that's how they play offense. It seems like they're starting to find some traction there. The other thing, too, for me – Jalen Ramsey's having a terrific career. They may have found a cornerback. They have found a cornerback in Jordan Lewis. He looks I like that. Like, he looks like a guy who's going to be a starter for this team for many years to come. The way he's playing already, gave up the touchdown at the end, but he has been terrific, making plays on the ball, making tackles, being physical. They're really happy with his progress so far. Brian, can Ramsey play the run? <laughs> Back to that run defense. Yeah. Back to that run. It's awful. I don't yeah. Him. No, I to me, I I totally agree with what Rob's said here about uh, about Ezekiel. I, yeah. I, you know, and I I I respect Jalen Ramsey's game. I mean, when we were evaluating him last year, we thought he was one of the top corners, you know, in the league. And so, or two years ago, I I, 
I have no problem with where, the way the direction that the Cowboys went because I, I, I honestly believe they drafted Ezekiel to help Tony Romo. Absolutely. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. I, I mean, they, they, they were trying to, trying to help him in the latter part of his career, give him a, a running game, be a play action team. You know, he actually benefited Dak Prescott. You know, and then it got Dak Prescott to the point where even without a running game now, he's now at least he has an understanding of how he needs to make plays to be effective. So, yeah, I, I still have no problem with, you know, we and I hate to think about this because of what they did with the pick with uh, with Mo Claiborne, you know, mm-hmm. and how that worked out. And it, it and it didn't. I mean, Mo just couldn't stay healthy, which was you know, which was a problem in itself. But. I, I do believe, you know, the, the guy led the league in rushing. He was the offensive rookie of the year, am I, am I right? And he, what, what award did he win? I mean, he was something. What they, um, or was that Prescott was offensive he, rookie of the year? Prescott he was, was but off, I mean. He was yeah. Aaron Ground. But yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, but yeah, first exactly, team all pro. Yeah, first team all pro. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you did the right thing there. I really yeah. do. And, you know, is, is it started off slow this year? Yes. Uh, but so, I know a lot of teams in the league that would love to have a 1,200-yard rusher at the end of the day. Uh, if they could, if that's in fact what he's going to be, like Arizona, yeah. Well, they traded for a guy today. That's yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. Set yeah. it up. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sorry. Crazy. I should no. know better. We talked about it before you got yeah. it. Yeah. Well, before we get to the run defense of what Mickey brought up, which is a great point because this team is looking a lot different than they did last season. We're going to take our first break. Join us after the break. You guys can call us. The number is two one four eight seven two twenty one zero two. And we'll get right back into it right after this break. We, the entertainment-loving people, demand the best unlimited wireless plan ever from AT&T. What else do you want, a unicorn? Maybe. Only AT&T offers you unlimited data with HBO included and never pay overages. Get AT&T Unlimited Plus, our best wireless deal on unlimited data. Plus save $25 per month on DirecTV. It's entertainment your way. After 22 gigabytes of data usage, AT&T may slow speeds. Plan includes stream saver and videos will stream in standard definition unless you turn it off. $25 DirecTV savings requires AT&T Unlimited Plus. Credits start within three bills. Service prices subject to change. Other usage, speed, fees, charges, and Restrictions apply to att.com slash unlimited for details. Hey, Cowboys fans. Did you know that over the next few years, more than a million service members will transition from military to civilian life? Veterans face unique challenges when they get out of the military, and Bank of America and the Dallas Cowboys are teaming up to help with financial education, career opportunities, and support of military nonprofits and organizations locally in North Texas and across the country. We're proud to support our troops and are deeply grateful for the dedication and sacrifice of our service members and veterans. Bank of America, official bank of the Dallas Cowboys, invites you to join us in our efforts to get involved by tagging game day photos on social media using hashtag TroopThanks, that's hashtag TroopThanks, and by learning more about our commitment to veterans at bankofamerica.com slash military support. Together, we can thank our troops in ways that make a real difference. Copyright 2016, Bank of America Corporation. It's bowling night with friends and you're hanging out together. You picked up a spare, but you're craving something better. A thirst runs deep inside, you don't know what to do. You crave a nice little Dr. Pepper and a hero to save you. Grave Rider. You ride the wave of Dr. Pepper when you're craving Dr. Pepper. Grave Rider. Crave a Dr. Pepper. Nothing else will do. Pick up an ice cold 20 ounce bottle today. Dr. Pepper. The one you crave. 
I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com slash cowboy to find a retailer nearest you. This is Talkin' Cowboys. Pick your plays, not your wedgies. Tommy John is the most comfortable underwear on the planet, and it comes back by a no-wedgie guarantee. If you suffer a wedgie, like an injury, if you suffer a wedgie in your Tommy Johns, they'll give you your money back, guaranteed. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys for 20% off your first order. tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys. That's good stuff. You think you have to make that request, like, on the phone, or you get to fill out a form. <laughs> Call it. You send him a picture. Call it. Tell somebody. <laughs> Visual I, evidence. I had FaceTime him. FaceTime him. Hey, uh, this is Rob. <laughs> got a got an issue. Got an issue. Got a wedge. You guys know it's why. It's not I'm a hamstring. Yeah. <laughs> like this team, yeah. who's having hamstring issues, especially mm. with Sean Lee, who who sat out again last week. So yeah. this team is greatly missing him. But guys, Mickey brought it up. The Cowboys were fifth in the NFL last year for points allowed and 14th in yards allowed right. last season. What were they against the run? I, I didn't get that one. Yeah, Maybe number we, one. Number, yeah, number one. Number yeah. one run defense. Yeah. Now they're 29th and 19th in those categories for points allowed and yards allowed. And so far. What is the points allowed, 19th? 29th. No. Oh, 29th. Defense is 19th. Oh, tw- 19th. Oh, the points allowed is 29th. Okay. Points they went allowed. from 18 to 19. Oh. Last week. Gotcha. Now 35 points in each of their losses, and they 42 are 42 in the third. Yeah. But at least, what I was saying, at least 35. No, no. 35, 35, yeah, and mm-hmm. then 42. Yeah, at least 35. And allowing 4.6 yards per rush tied yeah. for 25th in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So, yikes. They've yeah. given up 160 yards rushing at least three times in five games, and they've lost all three games. And I went back and looked at it since Rod Marinelli's been the defensive coordinator here for four seasons now. That's happened, I think, eight times. They're like one in seven when they do that. So you just can't. That's the thing about this game last week, Brian, was like you knew Aaron Rodgers was going to get some gashy at times in the passing game. And what they expected to do was stop the run. Yeah, it was, was way too balanced for him. I was talking to some guys in Green Bay last night, and they, they, were, they were surprised at how well they ran the football. You know they 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 thought that you know, they they like Jones a lot. You know Rogers likes Jones, but they were they were surprised that that, that the amount of success that they were able to have running the football. They were worried about their offensive line, their ability to block and create any kind of lanes. And you know the thing with Jones is they still like yeah, but he didn't fumble. You know that's their kind of like worry. That's you know that's one of their deals. They you know he is he known for that or just because no, yeah, he's a rookie? He's known for okay. that. So you know they were but they. They it's they knew he never got hit. They knew Rodgers was going to play. They knew Rogers was going to play well, but they knew, but they didn't think that Jones was going to be that. They thought they would get some traction with him, but not to the level that they were able to get. I think they found something with his speed. They did. They they, they he st- got to the line of scrimmage like boom. That's what they say. The quickness. The the one trait that they really do mm-hmm. like from him is the is the quickness, and and he's different from Montgomery in that way. He's not the pass catcher. Yeah, you know, but he's uh, surely the explosive player that we saw. So, other than missing Sean Lee, which is huge yeah. in this in this running game, 
when you only have two defensive linemen with more than two tackles, yeah, you got a problem. So you had Lawrence and you had Irving. Collins had two. Right. You had two guys with one, Moore and Crawford, and the other three guys, they zeroed out. And they played now. I know they didn't play, you know, probably 20-some snaps, but between Price, Mayo, and Charlton, 0-0-0. You can't have that. Line. Just get one. Line, linebackers, or safeties. Can you can you put them one two three? Well, and there was a couple missed tackles in the hole by the linebackers yeah. and the safeties. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you if you but had those it. guys just not holding up on the line of yeah. scrimmage. You had to rank where it. Yeah, if deficiency you had to, is. If you had deficiency of problems. I'm not asking you to name players, but just give me. Said the linebackers one two and three. If you the linebackers said. hadn't been good. No, yeah. that's I. There were too many times you saw the linebackers getting washed out of the play. Yeah, on the, tackling the from behind. Yeah, I, I totally. Where you've seen him tackle as they've made plays five and six yards down the field. That's that's the thing that's most concerning to me. But how but much? You, well, hold on. Let me ask you, Brian. How much is Jalen Smith affecting this? Well, he's uh, to me, and and it, the, the first thing, the first thing out of your out words, the first thing out of your mouth is what a great story. Yeah, every time. But yeah. then now it's become okay. Can I rely on him down after down after down? And I think the fact that he's been thrown into the deep end of the pool, and even. Stephen Jones said this yesterday with Sean Lee and Hitchens both being back on the field that he will play less. And I think that's a good thing right now, to be honest with you, because to me, there's a lot of thinking going on out there and more thinking than reacting. And then when when he turns into, okay, now I have to react and you don't make the play, you know, in the preseason, we saw him step up and make some physical tackles. Mm-hmm. And then, like Mickey said, you had a couple in the hole where he was waiting, and, and then all of a sudden, you know, you, you need to attack those plays. But I, with, with Jalen, he, he needs a break. He really, really needs a break. He needs to come off the field for a bit and, and let things kind of reset for him. He played less in this game, but when you go back to the Rams game and he played every snap, and we're talking 70 defensive Oof. snaps, like that's that's too many for any young player. And I'm not even factoring in the injury that he's overcome. It's just that's a lot. And and that, that can ex- expose some things for a young player every time now and then. So I think you try to get him in a situation where you give him a package of plays but not forcing him to be on the field all, all of that playing time. That's yeah. a lot. It's a lot. I see you looking up some different – I was trying to look up the, the, the plays – the play time like yeah. percentages. For Do you feel like he's played too much? Yeah. 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 And, and they're starting to get diminishing returns. Uh, I, and if you notice, well said. they they basically got him off when right. they went to the Deacon. Right. And they had two linebackers. Right. And, and then the two linebackers go the wrong and then way. And the two linebackers <laughs> on that. They yeah. had him on the nickel most of the time. Right. But Durant was coming in. Right. You know, you had Durant in there who hadn't played that much. Hitchens, that's his first game. No Lee and, you know, and then Jalen trying to play through somewhat of a handicap. So you're so the way I maybe if I'm reading you wrong, correct me. D line one, safety two, linebacker three. I would go that way. Yeah, because the safeties have missed too many tackles. That's yeah. I mean, and a matter of fact, you know, I'm the champion of hey play the young kids and Xavier Woods in the last drive missed a couple of tackles. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's. When your safeties are missing tackles, you know, your defense is going to be bad. 
Your defense is going to be bad when your linebackers and your safeties are missing tackles. Yeah, Jalen Smith leading the team with 41 combined tackles. Obviously, Sean Lee and D-Law follow behind him. But then Byron Jones, your safety, has 18 combined tackles. That's probably probably needs you know drop-off. Yeah, probably a drop-off right there for sure. So, you know, and then it's you're looking at different things like that. You're looking at the DBs, obviously not just safeties, but cornerbacks. Jordan Lewis and Anthony Brown are the only ones with lone interceptions. Yeah. You know, I was looking at – Cowboys have scored a total of 15 touchdowns to start the season. Opponents, 15 as well. Now, the Cowboys have two more rushing touchdowns. Opponents have two more return touchdowns. Obviously, Akeem Tlaib's pick six, and then this past weekend, pick six. So, that makes a difference. And, you know, that's where you need your defense to step up and to have those plays that will get you over the edge. The takeaways are big, the lack of takeaways. They, They haven't had one in the last three games. And you think about how close all three of those games were. I mean, you guys want to hear something funny? Yeah. The last time the Cowboys had a defensive touchdown, Rolando McLean in November of 2015. Intercepted Miami Dolphins. Dolphins. Yeah. That, How are that's, you? Yeah. That's it's a, a Tony that's Romo a, game. That's a blast from the past right there. Yeah. We're, we were all flying home thinking the season was saved, right? Going to win them all. <laughs> and then Carolina, then the Carolina game the next week, I think. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. More yeah. sad than funny. <laughs> it is, but isn't that sad that that's the last no, it is. touchdown? Well, they've. And, and, it's, and it's amazing for a team that works as hard as they do to create turnovers. You know, Yeah, they we, drill it like crazy. We, we, yeah. We've watched so many days of even incomplete passes on the ground. Somebody's picking up the ball and running, and they're forming a wall. To you know, they're, they're, It's not from a lack of trying to prepare for turnovers. You know, but we, you know, we look at how they were – hey, they, the, the fumble in Denver – you know that was a good scoop by a defensive lineman, and you know away you go. But uh, yeah, for somebody that works as hard as they do to try and create turnovers, it just has not worked out. Yeah, and then obviously everyone knows the storyline of Demarcus Lawrence and what a career season he's having with eight point five sacks. But Malik Collins is second with two point five. Yeah, that's where I see it, an issue. Yeah, I I, I, I I was thinking that Malik Collins was going to be in that six, seven, That's, eight yeah. sack range. You know, and, and he still might be. Yeah. But to Mickey's point, you know, Malik Collins hasn't been as a dominant player, if I'm using the right word, dominant player in the in on the run in the run side of things. You know, he's been getting blocked. He's been he's been getting as Rob would say, he's been getting washed. He's been getting turned. You know, ball going up inside. He hasn't made those across the line of scrimmage plays. I was expecting him to be a big quickness tackle for loss guy. Okay, second and twelve guy. I, I was expecting that, mm-hmm. but it, it hasn't really materialized for him. Now he's helped. He's helped uh, Lawrence get some sacks, but his his numbers are not anywhere near where I thought he would be. I mean, that's supposed to be your playmaker on the line. I totally and agree. Yeah, not, and it, yeah. yeah, it hasn't happened. Hadn't happened at all. Yeah, now another guy that I personally believed had a great training camp. I really expected bigger things from him. Haven't seen that so far. Kyle Wilbur only has one tackle on the season. Yeah. What's going on with him? Well, he's not on the field. You might you might start seeing him more, though. I mean, well, he played the, yeah. played the other day. Played the other day. He was on the Wilson. base, but he was. He, I mean, he was just a special teams guy. Yeah, he was. He played. He played a little. Would get him more involved. Yeah. Well, they actually, he. I wrote about this. He was good on the screen on the sack by uh, Crawford. He was good on that because he read the play and he was able to get over and get Jones. But there was a couple of different times, like on some other plays, uh, that the balls that went to the edge. I, I want to even say the crack. The the fourth and one flip that they ran. They caught him inside. 
You know, I mean, there was a couple times. Here's a guy that's playing because they think because okay, the other guy because the other guy makes well. make, yeah guy yeah exactly. So now yeah. your yeah, your backup guy Damien yeah Damien Wilson's your starter. Now your backup guy is you're putting him in to to bridge because you're not getting what you want from your starter. Well, then all of a sudden you put him in the game and now he's making the same mistakes that the starter's making. And and you're now you now what do you do there? And I you know. I thought Kyle Wilbur, you're right, Tay. I, I thought in training camp he he's you know kind of Kyle Wilbur. He was a feisty. Yeah, you know, I just uh, thought he was good. Yeah, have a little bit better season, but you know to Mickey's point, not playing as much. They play him in the game. He has one good play and three bad ones. So when and Lee gets back, is it Lee Smith and Hitchens? I think that they. I don't think they want to move. Lee from the Will linebacker no, spot. No, they do not. And I don't necessarily think Anthony Hitchens' best spot is the Sam linebacker. He's played it, but, but not he's as played much. it. He's yeah. played it. And I don't think it's his best spot, but he's played it. So if you want to put your best three on the field that can tackle, I think you have to include him as your Sam linebacker. And then when you go to the nickel, I think you take Jalen Smith off the field. And, but that means that Hitchens and Lee play the whole game. You know, that's basically what's going to turn into. And you know, if they keep giving up run and don't get off the field and it's 60, 70 yeah. plays a game, that's a lot of plays for those guys to have to play with 11 straight weeks now. Yeah. Well, let me switch over to the other side of the ball, and I have a question for you, Rob, first. Hey. What surprises you more when I tell you these two stats? Dez hasn't had a 100-yard receiving game. Came close. Mm-hmm. Zeke has only had two 100-yard receiving games against – Or running – yeah, I mean, run, uh, sorry, I meant run, 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 yeah. rushing games. Rushing, yes. Yeah. So rushing and receiving, Zeke's only had two 100-yard rushing games, and Dez hasn't had a 100-yard receiving game. I'd say Zeke, uh, you know, we've, we've talked about Dez and Dak still trying to get on the same page at times, but you saw a lot of games last year that they won, and I know this year's different, every year's different, where the receiving stats, the passing stats, they don't look that great on paper, but the focal point is they're running the ball – Zeke's getting 100-plus yards every time. He's averaging five-something yards per carry, and they're winning games that way. And they're converting third downs when they have to in the passing game. And the run game, to me, has been the biggest surprise offensively that they haven't found consistency with it. I do think the fourth quarter, they stuck with it. They were persistent with it, running the ball despite the score. And 85 yards in the fourth quarter for Zeke, hopefully that's something to build on, assuming he's eligible to play and is still on the field going What about you, Mick? Dez. Why so? Because teams are trying to take Ezekiel Elliott out of the game. And if they're doing that, then you ought to be able to beat him with your star wide receiver. Yeah. And the the fact that he hasn't yet. And I'm not, I'm sorry, I'm not buying the same page thing. They got to play better. Yeah. But they just devil's advocate, right? Yeah. They loaded boxes last year. Yeah, there's only so many guys you can put in the box. But what did they do? They passed their way out of it. Cole or they ran against them. Well, they ran. They ran on eight man fronts last year. It's, it's sometimes more than eight man front, and it's not the same offensive line, and that's the problem. Well, there's that too, and right? that's the Agreed. problem with the Dez part also. With the it, when the yeah. protection is not as good as it should be, then you have trouble getting the ball down the field. Yeah. You know, this last game they were they were working them, they were using them. But, again, the way the Packers played it, they said, no, you're not going down the field. You can have all the Witten and Beasley you want underneath. Eat your, eat, eat your heart out. But you're not, And they were 
you know, that, that safety was running over there. Um, so I think it's a, a, somebody else has got to emerge. It's sort of like what's going to happen defensively with Demarcus Lawrence. Somebody else has to emerge because teams can see they're not, they're not, at, you know, I'm not saying we're smart, but we can see it, what they're doing. Mm-hmm. What do you think? More surprised by the rush. The rush. Yeah. And I think that, I think the one thing that, and, and I think Mickey makes a great point though. I really, really do. And it, and it made me think about this, but I think the rush, because I had a lot of faith in the offensive line, even with the changes that they were going to make, I, I felt like that if four of the five could really play well, then you could probably still run the football. I feel like though with, with the thing with, with Dez is that he's drawn some very difficult mm-hmm. corners against him. That's fair. Yep. I think that to me, you know, I, I if you, you said who, who has a better chance of winning matchups consistently, I would say the offensive line has better chance of winning more matchups than Dez. And I, and so, you know, I, I mean, like I say, Mickey makes a great point. He really, really does. And you know, you, the, the, the surprising, thing about it is that uh that they haven't uh run the football as well you know that 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 to me has been just almost shocking but, but you know teams it's a lot of bit about the, who's your who you're playing and I think Des Bryant especially early drew so many bad matchups for him mm-hmm. and he finally got a matchup this past week where they were able to kind of take advantage of that a little bit in in some instances it's that's fair and and in the run game too Tay they've they face some really good defensive fronts for Zeke as well, it's just tough to look at this stat sheet and see 3.7 yards of carry with Zeke. It's just not what you're accustomed to. And, no. and watching the game the other Freeze, day, everyone. I just I looked at the at the box score at one point, and he's averaging two yards of carry, and it just didn't seem like it was that little. And I give him a lot of credit for the dirty yards he was able to get. He it was tough sledding for a long time in that game the other the other day, and he was able to to get some things moving for them despite what he was up against after three quarters. He was 16 for 31. Yeah. 16 for 31. Right. 85 yards yeah. In, the, yeah. in the fourth quarter. And then he had a 25-yard run. The crack toss really kind of got things well, open. In one run, yeah, in he, one almost, run. Had, he almost had more than what he had the right. first three quarters. Right. But it wasn't there. He They give it to him 16 times. Sure. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, let's take our final break here in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. I have have harder questions for the guy, these guys after the break. We'll get to Rob's poll. Give the hard ones to them. Yeah, yeah, you guys get it. So we'll be right back after this break. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. We, the entertainment-loving people, demand the best unlimited wireless plan ever from AT&T. What else do you want, a unicorn? Maybe. Only AT&T offers you unlimited data with HBO included and never pay overages. Get AT&T Unlimited Plus, our best wireless deal on unlimited data. Plus, save $25 per month on DirecTV. It's entertainment your way. After 22 gigabytes of data usage, AT&T may slow speeds. Plan includes stream saver and videos will stream in standard definition unless you turn it off. $25 DirecTV savings requires AT&T Unlimited Plus. Credits start within three bills. Service prices subject to change. Other usage, speed, fees, charges, and restrictions apply. See att.com slash unlimited for details. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive 
game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broadus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. This is Talkin' Cowboys. Well, we know why Papa John's pizza tastes so great. Those ingredients like the veggies never frozen in the pepperoni 100% pork and beef. And when you can get two for one with ingredients like that, it's better pizza and it's Papa John's. Hey, on the bright side, guys, the Cowboys scored 20 points at least on Sunday and you guys get a discount took for advantage that? of the 50% off discount yesterday. Props to you. On Papa John's? On Papa John's, yeah. All right. Anytime yeah. that happened, so, you know. Is it 20 points? That's 20 it. points, That's yeah. it? Oh, that's now, pretty low. you say that, but the Cowboys didn't score that high of points last season. What do you mean? I'm, I'm saying, like, in games, you know, a lot of games came pretty close. Well, they didn't let the other teams score. That's, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, oh. Take advantage of that, Mick. Next, I'll let you know. I was just, you you had me confused. I was, I'm sorry. I'm confused. It's kind of a weird topsy-turvy Tuesday here. It is, sure. Especially on bi-week time, so our brains are everywhere. So give us a break if you guys can. All right, question for you guys. What is happening to this team in the third quarter? And I asked that. Now, looking at how they're scoring and scoring by periods in the Mm -hmm. quarter, in the first quarter, This team has scored 13 points total. Mm -hmm. The opponents have scored 23. In the second quarter, however, this team has scored 65 points, opponents 33. This is where the question is. Seven points in the third quarter for the Dallas Cowboys. 37 for the other team. And to round it off, the Cowboys get 40 in the fourth quarter and opponents 39. Great, so, great minds. I'm writing about this today, actually. See, just, we're, just we're just right here. Wave well, then we'll yep. go right to you for the end. Well, I'm in the process of trying to figure oh. out why. I'm, right, I'm actually writing this article right so now. So seven points now. Yeah, it's they, they scored seven against Arizona, right? Yes. Yeah, and they're scoreless in the other four. Is that right? Yeah. So it's been a, it looks like it's been a different issue each time or a combination of issues. If you look at, like, the Denver game, they were down 28-10 when they got the ball in the third quarter. You're playing from behind. You're one-dimensional, so I think that's a factor. Um, the Giants game and really this the, the Rams game, too, they had some minus runs, first and second down, put you behind the chains, so you can't get traction that way. Penalty in the Giants game on one of the drives. And uh, I'm not sure what the issue was on this past Sunday against I the can Packers. Tell you. Oh, they didn't have the they ball. They one time. They didn't have the ball. So, yeah, so, sometimes it's not having – enough time to get things going so it's 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 hard to pinpoint one thing when you go look at your for your numbers look and see how many possessions they've had in the third quarter yeah because it's been low off the top of my head if you're winning the toss and taking the ball to start the game the other team's getting the ball to start the third quarter right and if your defense can't get off the field then there goes half the first third quarter that's right and if you go three and out then you're not getting the ball toast yeah and that's what happened in this game. Well, yeah. that, this game, but there's also been times they punted on three straight drives Rams. against the Rams. Was it all in the third quarter? All in the third quarter. Yeah, it was. And that didn't happen at all, I think, the season before. So they just that was first and second down. They couldn't run the ball. Yeah. So 
it's been a different thing Start, each time. And, and the next one, check that out. <clears throat> what their running stats are. In the, Maybe in this the, could be a combined third, article. Yeah, a, really a, sweet. A, a double headline. Yeah, double headline. We can, I we like can it. share the research. Let me ask you this: If you had the opportunity, would you play defense first no. if you're the Cowboys? Because I'm thinking my strong suit is offense, and I want to go score. Rob, yeah. go defense first and try to get the ball second yeah. half. Yeah. I just think you got to execute better. In the third quarter, to me, it's it, what I've seen. It's more about execution than not having. Now, now they didn't have the ball much on Sunday in the third quarter, but I think they've just right, got to do a better job of executing plays. You like playing defense first with this team? No, I really don't. But I'm trying to think of a way that maybe to juice up the third juice, quarter. Yeah, because to me, one of the things that really bothered me going into the, the at the end of the first half the other day, Dallas couldn't score even though they had the ball at the 50 yard line. I was hopeful that they would get some type of points out of that last drive. Because what I feared was that Green Bay had a score, and then if you were going to just kill the half, you know, kneel it down, whatever, you know, or not do anything, then Green Bay was going to get the ball back. So that lead that you had, you know, you really weren't slowing them down. I worried about the ball, them taking the last drive, scoring, and then taking the first drive and scoring in the game. And and but you know, it, it's both teams. I mean, they Dallas what Dallas punted once and Green Bay punted twice. Yeah. That just showed you that both offenses were, were, were on the screws of trying to you know, do what they needed to do, and both defenses were in, in the, on the struggle bus. Packers had the ball in the third quarter, 11-28. How many points did they score Oof. in the fourth? Well, they only scored a field goal in the they, they scored, third quarter. It was 21-15 at the end of the third quarter. They scored a, they, they, I mean, they scored a touchdown on the first play of the fourth quarter. Okay, scored it. But, but the drive right. was all okay. in the third quarter. So they got, a, they, got, they got two touchdowns in the fourth? Is that right then? One at the end. Yeah. For so, sure. I remember that. And they only had the ball for over. And then they had the touchdown on the, on the interception. So actually, so they got three. So tw- they got 21 points yes. in a matter of only having the ball for what three minutes? Yeah. Uh, in the third quarter, their possession time was no, no. The, the Packers were huge. They killed the Cowboys in possession. No, but no, I, no. In the fourth quarter, yeah, two sixteen, two sixteen, and they scored twenty one points. Seven of those came off a of pick six, and then one play in the top, the first yeah. play of the fourth, and then the last drive. Think about that. They scored. The Cowboys yeah. had the ball the whole time. Yeah, but they, but that just shows you though. Sometimes that time of possession, it can be a little bit misleading. Especially Just like targets. A free <laughs> Oh, the free target seven stats. Points. Yeah. 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 You see I know. Time of possession targets. targets are always kind of, yeah. Oh, yeah. Me and Mickey, we were looking at them. A lot of incomplete passes. That Which one was it? They threw at his foot, and I said, oh, there's Des, a target. Des, it was completely <laughs> off. <laughs> and it was a, it was a target. See, but, but part of that third quarter, and, and so I know when – we do research. We like to tie everything into a ni- nice little conclusion. Was the Packers on their second possession should have been third and twenty at the two yard line, right? And they got out of the hole. Got out of the hole, and then that started a fourteen eighty-eight yard drive. drive yeah. yeah, I'll be able to. I'll be sure to include that in my story. Yes, please. So guys, that, that the guys' cheeks were still puffed out while. Mayo was laying on top of him. And by the way, when I complained about the SEC referees in that Kentucky game, the SEC came back and said their officials screwed up that whole play. Mickey is so right. He should – like, I'm thinking about replacing Mike Pereo with you. Yeah, or Blandino. Take well, Blandino's job. Those guys get too Old technical. Job. All you got to do is look at it and say, you know what, that ain't right. 
That, 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 but that the, ain't right. The problem is a replay saved your, at least gave you a chance on the extension yeah, that of the aerial ball. view. Yeah. We haven't whatever seen that, that aerial Eric. view, whatever that. You better blimp, bring the, that camera with them. Yeah, the blimp view is the best. That is the absolute best. It right? was it was bone crusher up there just you know getting shots. <laughs> he took a shot from his camera that had he puts up in the ceiling. Yeah, oh, he, was, he was doing that up there, so it was pretty awesome. But you know, it's also awesome is Rob's poll. Yeah, simple one today, Mick. I voted. I missed it. Thank you, Tay. Of course you did. I, I mean, I've, I've not been on Twitter the whole week. Smart. Stay off. Are you concerned about the Cowboys' playoff chances after Sunday's loss? What's your level of concern? There's three options. You're concerned a little, a lot, or not at all. I like about the doctor's office. <laughs> That's right. Can you, can you put not yet? <laughs> it is early. It's early, right? So you got the option of not at all or a little bit. What's, it, what's in between again? A, a little, little bit. A little bit. I don't see a dominant team so far yeah, in the like. in the uh, in the NFC. Mm. I mean, I understand what Carolina's doing right now, which is pretty special. You know, going to win and get to Foxborough. I mean, we, we, New England's defense is ranked thirty second in the league. Yeah, but you no, know, to go win at Detroit, I thought was big. I, I don't know. There's, you know, I think you have to look at really what the NFC East is. And Tay did a great job of kind of walking us through all that. Well, I love what Mickey said about Eagles. Yeah, I'm. Use that I, on cover four. You know, yeah. I, I would. Oh, wait a minute! I I need a footnote. Yeah, I Thank think you, it, Mickey. No, I think if you go through this, if you go through and you need, of course, you're going to have to win these games. You know, San Francisco gets you back to 500, and then you go find a way to win at Washington. You know, is that's, the San that's Francisco a, game the trap game of this season? There's no trap games when you're two and three. Yeah, you're you're just as you're, you're just, right there. You're right you're there. Part of you're it. actually you there. just actually need San Francisco to win against Washington this week. Yeah. That would be a big help. You're part of the bugs flying yeah. around that trap. But, but I, I think yeah. that to me, I, I I I if you go and say you lose one of the two games, the either the Washington game or the San Francisco game, I would be concerned. I would be concerned because then you got Kansas. City. You got Kansas City and Atlanta. And it's not going to get any easier. And Atlanta on the road. Yeah. Mm. I don't so think... is your answer you're a little concerned or not at all? <laughs> no, no. I'm, Give I, us an answer. No, no. Yeah, I, 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 I would say I'm. It, you're heading I, that direction. No, no. I don't want to. I don't want to ride the fence. I never ever want to ride the fence. But I, I, I do believe that you, these are these are games. And I thought the Rams game was a winnable game too. Yeah. So going to San Francisco. I mean, for a half last year, you were you know nip and tuck with them for their you know what was going on. But you find a way that you lose one of these next two games. I think you're. I, I think you have to be concerned. Fair. I'm sticking with not yet. Okay. Tay, you voted too. However, that fits into those other two yeah. alternatives. I put a little bit. I'm the same way. I think two and three. Again, like losing a game at home that you, when you feel like you let one get away, that's you let two get away. Well, okay, fair. And that's tough. That's tough in this league because there's the margin for error is so. Slim, so I'll say a little bit. Fifty percent of the fans said they're a lot concerned. If that's a accurate, well, they're probably this guy very is concerned. falling. Yes, well, they're, they're falling. Li- but they're listening to Mickey talk about the defense, and, <laughs> and he's right. I mean, if if you're thinking that you're a playoff team, and the reason one of the reasons why they won 13 games last year was not just so much well the offense, but you were one of the better teams. You were the best team in scoring defense or top five in scoring defense. And you didn't give up big plays, and you didn't allow teams to run the football. This has been all the recipe that we've seen so far for disaster in these games. You guys talked about it: 160-yard rushers, you know, third down, big third down conversions, untimely penalties when you have them deep in the territory, no turnovers. 
You know, there's a concern. Okay, here's a bigger concern. Can't consistently run the football. You know, receivers not consistently getting open. You know, I mean, the, there's things, muck punt on special teams. Mm-hmm. You know, th- th- there's things that make you say, I'm concerned. And I, I don't, I, I don't. Like there's enough body of work after five games to say, uh, this needs to improve. Is it's yeah. just an oversight yeah. at this point? It, Maybe it, not. We've been through this before with this whole, oh, we can turn it around, flip a switch bit, you know. But if you if you go out there and you lose to San Francisco and then you turn around and lose to Washington or, or you lose one of the two, I mean, now you, you're thinking about, okay, if you just look at the way the schedule plays of the teams that are in front of you, you know, I mean, you have to, you have to be concerned because you gave away a game at the Rams. You – Gave away a game against Green Bay. Yeah. Oh, I, I like what you're saying about the division because that's really – Who's going to win? That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mickey's yeah. right. They're going to play the same schedule. Right. Philadelphia's going to have to go to Denver or, or get Denver at home. They're going to have to play the, Ra- the Raiders. You know, they're going to have to play uh, – uh, we said Kansas City Raiders. San Diego. San Diego. Or, or LA. LA. They've already that. played LA. But, you know – and, and, and the Giants are not going to go winless through this thing. They're going to beat the Redskins, or they're going to beat the Eagles. They're, they're going to do something. You know, it, it, it's, it could very well mean nine, ten wins. It's not going to be pretty, and it's not going to be easy, but that's kind of what the mode you're in right now. This Philly game, it's, it's, all, it's starting to become Giants week one, Eagles week 17, and that game could very well be very meaningful to who wins this division. Not very well, yeah. New Year's Day. Yeah. We'll 7 see. p.m. start time. <laughs> we'll be flexed. spending. What is yep. Washington's got the third place schedule, right? Right. I was trying to figure out who they, if they, if any team flipped already that was in third last year might be good this year. Yeah. Um, well, and I, I'm sorry, I know you NFC North. Detroit. They, do they get Detroit or Minnesota? Well, Detroit was in second. It might be Minnesota. So it's Minnesota. Minnesota, because they finished. Eight and eight in there, and nine then in seven. South, they're going to get New New Orleans. New Orleans were they third? Seven and nine, I believe. Yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah. or because Carolina was last, New, and yeah, right. Tampa Bay. Right, uh, who won the division? Tampa didn't win the division. Atlanta, Atlanta won Atlanta, the division. Tampa, Tampa New Orleans. New Orleans. So right. they yeah. get New Orleans. Right. All right. Yeah. We'll we'll see. And knock on wood, you know, I'm not saying talking about this because I hate it, but the Cowboys have been lucky enough with injuries where these other teams I mean you're looking at the Giants right now I mean I know what you're saying that they could go win one yeah what are they here's the saving grace all the stuff we talked about the two games they lost at least they scored 30 points right so if you keep that up you're gonna some law that is gonna fall in your lap yeah you you, you just gotta make a play Rob's right somebody's gotta make a play at a significant time yeah if you could have the other day would have been a huge play in that game. Just if, one. If, what did I tell you? If if I said some Jordan Lewis do something. Jordan Lewis would he have did. somehow come down with that ball, you know, on the first time oh, they tried to yeah, I mean hand up and he swipes it, you know, if he's Orlando Scandrick had an opportunity. Yeah, Orlando Scandrick if you know he knocks the ball. I mean, they just have not got the breaks that way. And Tyrone you, Crawford with the ball in the Rams game. But you make your breaks. You really do. You yeah. make your breaks by getting to the football, tackling well. And knocking it loose. And that's what this team in the past has been able to do. I mean, you remember the turnovers came in a bunches. Barry Church knocking balls loose. I mean, guys were, you know, knocking it. You know, receivers are running. They get hit. The ball's on the ground. And you don't throw to body catchers. That too. That, that but you know too. what? But I went back and looked at that. It hit him in his hands. 
It did hit him in his hands, but he couldn't. He turned. He had to come back this yeah, way. Yeah, he couldn't. He couldn't get it. Couldn't get it situated. You said, okay, you scored thirty plus points, you should win. There are three losses they've given up an average of thirty-seven points. You I can't, know. You can't. You can't give up north of close to forty. But if you keep scoring thirty, somebody's not going to keep scoring thirty. You're not going to. hope. You would hope against Aaron Rodgers. I mean, they've True. gone against Rodgers, and the Rams were averaging thirty-five. Jared Goof. I mean, come Goof. on, Goof. Jared Goof. Hey, if you could have okay, oh, let's let's uh, talk about second second a big picture after the bye. If you could get one area to to play better, you know, and all the things we've talked about, what one thing would you try? We've talked about turnovers, we've talked about pass defense, we've talked about run defense, we've talked about running the football. What one thing? What if you could say, okay, magically, everything is going to turn around for you after this buy to me it's it's run defense because they didn't generate a ton of turnovers last year they got 20 they need more of those but they were able to get off the field with down and distance they didn't allow a single 100 yard rusher last year right they can do that and get teams into third and eight third and nine stuff like that got a better chance to get off the field mm-hmm. that, that to me that's the biggest one yeah they can't leak those big plays in the ground game because you're talking about these big games okay kareem hunt yeah. I'd like to see you have your worst day. Yeah, exactly. Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. So you're going to say run defense? I, I would say I would say run defense, but a close second is secondary, and then maybe some diff- different things on the special teams area. I mean, very happy with Dan Bailey, seven for seven. Great yeah. for you, Chris Jones. Great. Let's get some bigger returns. Some returns. Yeah. yeah. What do you got? How about blocking the guys that come down as the gunners? Yeah. Uh, the run defense, and then one. C is uh, the offensive line. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I don't disagree. I think. Yeah, I think. The, I think. The, I think they've been putting some. Their ability to run last year put a lot of pressure on teams. Their their inability now to not defend the run has been able to. It has helped a lot of teams, and yeah. it's kept them off the. Even though they yeah. had the time of possession against the Packers, and a lot of it had to do with the turnover, yeah, right? Because you got two possessions in a row, right? Got to get that offense on the field. Right. If you're going to score 30 points a game, you need to get them out there as much as you can. Especially if you're not helping them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just I, I wish if the run defense was there. But the problem is you say play run defense, and now you're throwing at a bunch of young guys in the secondary. I know. I know. But you I'm know? thinking back to the worst loss, and I think unanimously we can all agree that was the Denver Broncos game. And, of course, you could say, oh, well, look at their defense. They're so amazing, you know, all this stuff. But – Trevor Simeon and C.J. Anderson were were huge threat that day. And, you know, you're talking 42 points. Yes, some came from the defense, guys. I get that. But what? Oh, Brian said it that week. Yeah, the Broncos (laughs) offense won that game. Being able to keep the Cowboys offense off the field. I think the Rams loss was the worst one they've had so far. That's the one I – I mean, I know the Packer one – I kind of in my mind was thinking, it's Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be difficult. And I was hurt because they lost the way they lost. But the Rams one was the one that bothered me the most. Yeah, and who knows? They may come back to the pack just the way they did sure. last year. Yeah. You never know. But you will know more when you tune into the draft show today at three p.m. Central 3 p.m. time. Woo. And when you tune into us tomorrow, eleven thirty a.m. Central time, same place, same time. See ya. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?